Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with a great offer from Comcast Business. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $650 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle when you buy online. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com to learn more. Prepaid card offer ends 9-21-21. Call or go online for details. Well, in the first half, Mike August joins us for a surprise visit, talk all about his freeway fighting and his car detailing and everything else. First, I'll tell you about LifeLock. 60% of Americans believe it's likely that identity theft will cause them financial loss in the next year. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives Every day, we put our info at risk on the Internet. In an instant, cyber criminals could harm your finances and credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. You'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. So protect yourself, people, with LifeLock. Right, Dawson? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code ADAM. That's LifeLock.com, promo code ADAM for 25% off. Hey everybody, Howie Mandel here, and uh, I have a podcast that we call Howie Mandel does stuff. And I'm his co-host and daughter, Jacqueline Schultz. This is unlike anything you've ever heard before. It's an interactive experience that pushes the limits of what we think of as a normal podcast. I'm trying to create a, uh, like a super spreader. What would you suggest for something like that? There's little eye worlds. It is a shareable plate. So, I mean, a lot of people can grab from it. You would get one drink and you could just get one straw and then I just want to, you know, live up to the title of what I'm throwing. No, you've been incredibly helpful. Thank you. Subscribe to Howie Mandel Does Stuff on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find us on video on YouTube each week. So go subscribe and watch us. That was really good. This is going to be a great podcast. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, director George Gallo. With Gina Grad on news, Walt Bryan on sound effects, plus a visit from Mike August. And now, Lynch forgot to write an intro because it's biorhythm. His biorhythm wheel said it was an extra critical day. So there you go. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a Twitter, get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you. Right, Gina Grad? That's right. Handball, Brian. People hate you. <laughs> Mike August in studio serendipitously. Yeah. Uh, he was here. He's doing some business. Little he was biz. waiting around. I walked out to the parking lot and was reminded of something I wanted to talk about about oh, Mike yeah. that I had not uh, brought up in subsequent oh. or pre- previous episodes. Well, this will be uncomfortable. I'm excited. It's never uncomfortable. He had his car modified. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not modified. Uh, I'd mean, call it a modification. Detailed plus. Detailed plus. Uh, there's some pictures oh. of uh, my. <laughs> Now, hopefully, we got some shots from behind as go. well. Oh, All right. That. So, Mike has I a. I call that the Shamu. He has a uh, salvaged white. Silicon. <laughs> Infinity X50. Yeah. It was formerly all white. Is it pearl. Really salvaged? It's pearl. pearl. And then uh, he pulled up on Wednesday morning before we got into Garagos' plane, and I noticed something different about Mike's car. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would do at this stage. Of the game. <laughs> in terms We're five years in on the purchase. Go five years Panda. in on the purchase, but yeah. what, what did you do to the car? I had it wrapped mm-hmm. in the back, just in the back. 
Right. By some uh, tequila rap, company no, that promised you rappers riches. Rap. They do more than just rap. Does they it actually... say Corolla drinks? <laughs> you had it wrapped in a flat black, a, yes. a satin black. A satin. So according to Mike, but only certain panels. my discussion with him on the road, he wanted to do the roof black yeah. initially. Yeah. Because we're in Southern California Makes from sense. Southern California, Texas, Arizona. You want more heat yeah. in the car. You want it to absorb as much as yeah. 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 Oh. So that's why you got to do the top black. Right. So when you leave it out okay. at the Costco in Burbank for four hours, it's 170 <laughs> degrees inside instead yeah. of 141. So that just makes sense. Right. That's okay. good sense. That's not even an aesthetic thing. Okay. But then after just seeing the top wrapped yes. in black. I couldn't stop. You couldn't stop. Couldn't you didn't stop. like the aesthetic of it? I just said, like, you know, well, because I had uh, powder-coated the, the wheels mm. some time ago. Mm-hmm. So the wheels went from – the whole thing was done in, like, white with stainless. Mm-hmm. And so then I, I powder-coated the wheels black. So I have a w- pearl white with black. And I'm like, okay, maybe we could just wrap the rear bumper. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. So just to, give it, yeah, just to give it a little more punch. Uh-huh. And then I said, well, why don't we just connect the quarter panel in the back to the roof and the bumper and see what that looks like? Because you can take so, all this off. And now, right? I'm, I'm a very practical guy. Does this yeah. help you cheat the wind and get better <laughs> mileage or just look like the biggest dick in your neighborhood? <laughs> I can say universally, people hate this. <laughs> I have never received a compliment. <laughs> I agree. My wife now refuses to even get in the car. Oh, my God. Adam, if yeah. this was... It's a big win for me. If this was like a hot sports car, would this be a cool look and not a swagger wagon? <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I don't think this it is. is. You have way too much time on your hands with Plus, COVID. in today's racially charged environment, you really want to pull up in a black and white. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Because like, people are going to say, he's pulling up in a black and white, and they're not yeah. going to get to the end. They're just going to all start shooting and pepper spray. Spraying before Especially you even the get there. Yeah. August, do you at least have the advantage of people in front of you on the freeway moving over thinking you're a cop? Well, they always do because I ride their bumper. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's You've driven with how Mike, I right? drive. So, but this isn't the first foray into this for Mike. We'll <laughs> no. all remember like as if it was yesterday when he had his silver Lexus yes. 400 SUV, got yes. into a little scrape. A little scrape. Had to the have guy it. ripped off the door and the whole front right quarter panel did you chase him down on foot i did chase him down on foot no well, not on foot i drove i i chased him down via car via car yeah then i got him out of his car wow. then you got him out of his car yes. and then what i gave him a timeout oh, man. i <laughs> love it so much cop stri- street justice I, literally, I had him on the ground i put my knee in his back and then i called the cop i'm wow. gonna upgrade that <laughs> like, i don't know if you check the news or not <laughs> <laughs> that going around. That oh, the cops even, like, uh, what were you thinking? That's not even street justice. That's frontier yeah, justice. That's right. I was so is, pissed. Was, Get a posse together. Did you not hear that story, what he did to me? You were on the freeway, I was right? on the, right out here on the 134, right by Disney. Right? Mm-hmm. Come off the, the 134 um, on a on a Pass Avenue, I think, is, the, is mm-hmm. the whatever is the exit. And this kid, as he's, he comes out the Disney exit, the exit before, smashes into my car, sideswipes me, right? Then gets off in front of me and then immediately takes a left on a freeway. This is a five-lane freeway. Mm-hmm. And all we have behind us is cars hitting the brakes oh and then cars pummeling into the back of those cars. So it was urch-bang, urch-bang wow. every lane. And then I'm watching him and he drives this way, perpendicular, across the highway, and nails <gasps> headfirst into a car in the in the diamond lane. Wow. I watch this lady and she's looking at this car coming out and she's like – and she falls over onto the driver's seat just to get away. And he smashes right in the Passenger seat, sorry. Passenger side. Right. Hits them. Right. Bounces off them. Comes back around and then goes right down off my exit that I was going to. Oh. Right. So I'm just driving along, route. hit. And I'm watching him hit the other car. And then he comes, so I just, I just followed him off the uh, off-ramp. And he luck, He didn't have any – You know, when we got to the on-ramp, there was two cars in front of him with a stop sign. So he couldn't go anywhere. So I got him behind him. Mm-hmm. And then I got out before he could move. Did he appear altered? He altered. Must have, he must have. Right? He was blasted. He oh had there was a six pack of empty bottles. Oh, no. in the front seat with him. He's a 19 year old illegal immigrant oh. who had taken his dad's car out. You know, he has no license, no insurance, nothing. I mean, he's. How did you get him out of the car? I I literally grabbed him by his collar. And I reached and I pulled the keys out. And I said, just get out. Just get out. You know, and he opened the door and I pulled him out and took him around and put him on the on the cement. And he just uh, – now, how, how the, the cops were probably being called by multiple people. I would hope so. I, did, I got him down and I had my cell phone and I just dialed 911. And literally, Burbank cops, I 
45 seconds. I had two units in within 45 seconds. They step quick. Mm-hmm. The drag was. So now we got him, right? The cops now like take custody of him. They cuff him and sit him on the curb. And he's just crying. You know, he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. It hurt the people. I love the people. I'm like, <laughs> the cop's like, shut up. Shut, shut, up, grab shut the F up. And he'd start again. Another cop, shut up. Shut the F up. And after a while, I would join in because it was just like, because <laughs> what happened was what he, he caused so many crashes on the freeway. It, the jurisdiction was a CHP, not Burbank. Oh. So the cops were like, we have to wait for CHP to come take jurisdiction of this. And I said, well, how long is it going to take? Well, he's out there cleaning up four wrecks. Mm. So we sat there for two and a half hours. Wow. Before the CHP guy got to us. And then would they have to do take a statement from you? Yeah. They had to, the whole, you know, they had to run the whole thing down and they arrested him. And uh, I never that, that was it for me. I never had to go to a trial. I bet he didn't go to trial. Well, I'm and, sure. And Adam, is this what we would refer to as an empty bag or a full bag? This this gentleman. <laughs> this is a bag that has cow manure in it. Well, it's not, it. Imagine empty an empty bag up, with right. a hole in it, the right. size of the opening of the bag. So it's really not a bag. Right. It's more of a. Like a loop funnel. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what's in that that area. All right. So, but then you had to have the car repaired. Yes. And when it comes down well, to- Well, my insurance. He had no insurance. Right. So there's something to- called UM, uninsured motorist repairs my car. Right. So now you had to choose to paint your car and yeah. you could have either painted it its existing color- yeah. Sure. Which is always a smart move because they don't have to do the around the door jams and under right. the hood and all the matching stuff right. when you pop the rear deck lid and right. stuff because mm-hmm. it makes it a mm-hmm. lot more complicated. But you chose or, a different color. Yes. I went – God, who's the great guy who painted cars? Earl Shive. Earl Shive. Right? I went to Earl Shive with my insurance money because I'm trying to stretch it because the insurance doesn't – Fix your car. They just give you an estimate of what they'll pay. Mm-hmm. Then you go – you can not fix it, fix it a little, do whatever you want with it. So I said, let me go see what Earl Scheib can do on the paint side with this. Because I got – they bondoed the whole thing. I didn't mm-hmm. even replace the quarter panels, mm-hmm. literally. Right. So that – and I said, well, let's upgrade the paint, right? So I got the diamond flake, you know, whatever that's called. What was it when they put like the – It, it is – Sparkly. It, no, it's sparkly. metallic. Metallic. <laughs> metallic. <Yeah>. And <laughs> – but you didn't choose the the silver metallic. The silver would have well, been the Lexus have. standard color. Sure. But that would have been more. Well, then I saw Murcielago orange. Lamborghini orange. <laughs> yeah. Burnt metallic orange. Yes. I fell in love with it. And you painted the whole car that color. Yes. You know how far ahead of the curve I was in that color? Mm. That color's everywhere now. It's true. I, You guys have got to give it to me. In Whenever that year that was, 2007 or whatever, mm. I was... Rocking that color way before you saw it. Now everybody's got it. Are we talking like the the color here that we're kind of looking at on yeah, the walls? Or? Yeah, a little but, more metallic. Right, but okay. much, yeah, it had a little burnt orange in it. Yeah. But see, being ahead of the curve when it c- comes to car colors, it's like <laughs> saying I was in junior high and I was wearing pants that were up to my mid-calf mm. long before it ever – yeah, well, you were just a nerd. <laughs> right, then. You were just the that. subject of ridicule. Yeah. So you're saying that Infinity is not going to take on my design for their it's, line it's, of QX50? It's been a number year? of years. Uh, they haven't. The day's young. But we opened the door. Well, now Jim, that we put it out there. Jimmy and I did, and all the door linings, door, you know, oh, the Lexus, the Lexus yeah. all, everything Do you was know how much Lex extra it is to paint the interior line. Parts of that, I'm like that. That would kill. Well, my nobody knows how much extra it is because no one would ask. They would just ask for a complete paint job. Do you no, know how much was, extra it, it is said, to paint you, the they hood? They said to me, "Do you want to do the interior doors and so it's all matching?" I'm like, "Well, how much more is that?" Whatever they told me, like, "No, I do not." <laughs> I didn't just fall off the turnip yeah. truck. Oh, I'm looking at a sucker. I ended up pocketing like 400 bucks on that deal. Oh, well yeah, worth it, especially sure. when you sold the car. Because with all the Bondo and the mismatched door You know jams, I sold it to? Hmm. I sold it to a Russian counterfeiter. You know, Perfect. I know he was a counterfeiter. Beautiful. He paid me in 20s. I sold the car for like $8,000. And he shows up and he's really squirrely about the whole thing. And he, the 20s have a bomb on it. He handed me a sack of... of a garbage sack of bills, right? Who carries a garbage sack of bills around? So now I have to count it right in front of him. 20s. You know, look at that. It was like $8,000 in 20s. It took me 20 minutes. And I'm wondering, I'm looking at them. I wonder if, you know, so I take them all that day and I jam them all into my ATM. I sat there for like a half hour. Good. You want, you want, a, rec- you want right? a record of that. That's good. But yeah, but you know what? It's not my, I didn't make it. This That's guy gave point. it to me. But, but that way it goes into my account and I have no, yeah. you know. 
Were they counterfeit? I have no idea, but who carries around a garbage bag of, of $20 bills? Russian guys Russian who buy mispainted Lexi. <laughs> yes. um, I was, was actually right. I mean, I couldn't understand a word he said. I was looking at, uh, I think there's a method to your madness, because uh, as I was looking at your infinity out there with all the different colored stripes going all the different directions, <laughs> I thought, World War II utilize this very successfully with their battleship schemes. They Ooh. had battleships that they did not Whoa. want to be spotted. This is World War wow. One, by the way. But uh, World War One would do so. It's like mm. on the horizon, the CHP can't you know, mm. I don't know if there are submarines that you deal with or <laughs> battle cruisers or something, but you cannot be recognized. They do wow. not know. They can't tell the form of your car if you wow. get the stripes going enough. That's what I thought of uh, immediately. Uh, so anyway, there was that. And, and maybe there is a method, again, to your madness, to like your wife going, I'm not going to get in that car. Not be. Because you could go, come on, it's time to go out whoring. And your wife, Doreen's going to be like, I'm not getting not in that car. You're, like, oh, you're lost. So be it. <laughs> no co-pilot today. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, I want to talk about ways. Ways. <clears throat> Let me count the ways. Uh, yes. Now, you, you do not participate do or partake not, in the ways, right? I have got sucked into the ways. Right. I have, I have Google Maps on my Android phone. But does it tell you no. when you're going to arrive? Well, you can hit directions, and it'll give you an approximation of how long it will take. But you came here two hours early. You got here well, at 5 a.m.? I, I got up at 345. We were supposed to be here at 645. I got up at 345. That was it. I was up. So, once you're up. Let's just go. What am I also going to do at 3.45 in the morning? So I show up here around 5, right? Because that's how long it took an hour to drive anyway. So then I started walking the neighborhood, and that's when I had all the fun with the local vendors. Surprised you didn't take any of them really down. Friendly. Well, you know. I just want to double check something just for clarity now that we know about the car selling story. The man who accepted $8,000 in 20s in a trash bag is yeah. afraid of getting Garbage scammed bag. by Waze. Not scammed. I just, you know, I have my Google Maps. It's enough. Okay. I don't need all like, oh, your fancy apps. I'm not. I don't but, like apps. But it would tell you the exact time you would arrive on, like, say, a Tuesday at five. Okay. Yeah, you can use it. And also, I've walked around Piccadilly Square in a circle with you for an hour. We've been in Denver, walking but, past the venue. Your Google but Maps you gotta does love not the mystery work for you. That too. No, it doesn't work consistently. But it's fun, right? Right. Yeah. You're almost surprised. It seems like yesterday when we were looking. It's for, really confusing. Google. Maps. We were looking yeah. for the theater in Denver. Was we were that, but like just last, we were in Ash, Nashville Wednesday night. Right. We were trying to find the restaurant from our hotel, which, Mike, by the way, Mike, was next door. Mike's like, let me get out my <laughs> Google, Google Maps. Google I'm like, Map. no. I dial it in. I start walking like, this can't be right. And then we turn on and ask the valet, where's the restaurant? He goes, he points at it. Right. <laughs> Connected we're to really the valet. walking the wrong way with the Google Map. So, um, <laughs> see, the Google Maps, remember we were in Denver and we are walking yeah. to the theater. Mm -hmm. Confusing. Yeah, and I was saying, wait a minute, it's on this promenade. It's yeah. like a, there's a promenade, the street's right. closed off, the right. theater's on the promenade, and Mike's looking at his phone, he's like, Google Maps says no, <laughs> we got to go past the right. promenade. I go, why don't we just turn into the promenade, because it's in the promenade. But yeah. Google Maps said, no, go nope. another quarter mile down, sure. make a right, yep. I remember that. then circle back and go into the promenade. <laughs> no. no. And it was fresh, clean air. You got some extra exercise. So you should on. get some ways in your life. Yeah. I'm did telling you. you Mike do doesn't least, trust them. But here's, Does it even work with Android? Here's, is it just an iTunes? No, uh, no it's, it's everybody. Because I uh, use both. I toggle. So I, uh, I, I know from what we're all talking about. Mm -hmm. Do you at least... When, say, you're walking to a restaurant, do you put it in walking mode? No. Oh, that's, see, that's, that's the problem. The problem. Because it's taking you, like, Because it's a, telling us we're going to drive through the problem. The problem. I, think it, I think at the top it shows you three modes. It shows you, like, a bicycle mode, a walking right, mode, right. bus mode, click, submarine. Click walk. Yeah. Hit the catamaran. walk next time. Yeah. All right. So I'm surprised. You should have got some sort of accommodation or something from the city of Burbank for well, that act of Jimmy heroism. Jimmy tried, remember? Oh, that's right. You can look. The video's up online. Mike August, Citizen of the Month, Burbank. It's wow. me and Jimmy's office. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a crazy story. This is pure. If you want to know everything about Jimmy Kimmel, this is the links he goes to, right? So this whole thing went down with the guy that I pulled out of the car. Of course, I go back to the show. I'm working on Kimmel's show, and I tell him the whole story. And like two weeks later, I get a letter from the city of Burbank on the letterhead of the mayor of Burbank, whoever it was at the time, congratulating me 
for being uh, uh, nominated as Citizen of the Month for Burbank for meritorious conduct or something. It was obviously wow. – they didn't reference specifically, but it's like, why else would I get this thing, right? Right. And I'm like, this is crazy. You know, this is this can't be – I mean, I didn't doubt it because it was on official letterhead, but I'm like, this is ridiculous, you know? So uh, I – at some point, I mentioned it to Jimmy. You know that funny thing that happened to me with the kid, the Mexican kid? I'm now the citizen of the mother of Burbank. And he turns on his camera immediately, which it should have got my – Yeah. Um, but yeah. he goes, well, let's, let's talk about it. So it's all on the, on the videotape. It's got like 30,000 views over the years. We, I think we have it if you want to like see, see it. Oh, you have the video. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Wait a minute. <laughs> City of Burbank. Now, what is this? Mike just brought this in. <laughs> I have been named the Citizen of the Month for the uh, city of Burbank, otherwise known as Rape Bank. Adam Carolla. I'm just read it up. aloud. Read it aloud. <laughs> but I have a major mayor, Mayor Gary Brick, B-R-I-C. I mean, this is the mayor's name. Uh-huh. I'm pleased to inform you that you've been selected as Burbank Citizen of the Month for June 2009. Criteria is someone who respects others, helpful and considerate, helps others in opposition help themselves, obeys and respects the law, loves their country. I like that. Contributes to the community in positive ways. Commemorate your efforts to identify and detain Carlos Portillo. That was an unfortunate drunk. <laughs> Mayor Brick has chosen on you an official certificate naming you Burbank Citizen of the Month. The presentation ceremony has been scheduled for right. uh, 10 15 We're Friday, a ceremony. 12. At the That's this Friday. Yeah. Family and guests are welcome to attend. Burbank leader will be present to photograph this event. <laughs> Congratulations on this one. Well oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in the Burbank leader. I'm not getting. I'm not showing up. Oh yeah. Oh, you kidding? We gotta go. Oh, oh. See, where that's come? what he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Now he's coming. If Are you come, kidding me? If you'll come, I'll go. Right. I will definitely go. That's fr- this Friday. Friday? This Friday. Oh, we don't have a show, do we? Uh, we might. It depends on Lakers. Oh, no. I don't care if we have a show or not. We're going. <laughs> so now we're all going. We should bring Corolla then too. Definitely. <laughs> wow! Congratulations, oh, yeah. Burbank City honor. Citizen of the Month. And among how many ten others will be there? I can't be the only guy. I don't know. It says Citizen of the Month, not exactly. one of the Citizens of the exactly. Month. Wow! Congratulations. Proud. Proud yes. <laughs> Congrats. Oh, my ear. Thank you. Thank you. Well, happy how about that? Be a citizen of <laughs> so that's up in Jimmy's well, office. Yeah. This is going to be someday on Friday. <laughs> It's all going to change on Friday. <laughs> so, so, so this is now happening, right? This is probably like Tuesday. On like Thursday, my phone rings in my office, right? And you can see it's, a, it's an office phone, so you see the ID come up. And I forgot. Oh, no, no. I'm screwing it up. So it's been years. Here's what happens. On Thursday, we're going in Friday. I'm thinking to myself, you know, I never heard from the city of Burbank. I got this letter, but nobody called me from the mayor's office to say, are you coming? Right. Here's mm-hmm. where you go. This is what we do. You know, that whole kind of thing right. you think you get. So the I'm logistics. Like, right. So I'm like, let me see that letter. So I get the letter, right? And there's a number on it, 818-body-body-body. I'm thinking, well, of course, that's the mayor's office, right? I call the number, and the phone answers, and it's Jimmy's son, Kevin, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this Mayor Brick's office? And he hangs up the phone. He, he, he said hello. And I, under, I knew his voice well enough. And he hung up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, son of a bitch. That's Jimmy's cell. That's his, that's his number to his house in the valley, right, mm-hmm. that he used. Because they knew I would call. Right. Mm-hmm. Kevin was supposed to, when he heard my voice, act like he was the assistant to the mayor. Mm-hmm. But he got rattled, right? <laughs> so, now, so now the mystery starts because obviously I know it's fake. But I don't know that if Jimmy knows it's fake, right? right. So now I got to figure out how can I punk Jimmy on this? I'm going to turn it because he thinks he's going to punk me. We're right. all going to show up and it's going to be a big laugh on me. So I go, okay, so we're going to guess that Kevin calls Jimmy up and goes, August called and I hung up the phone. So I never talked to him. So he may not know because, of course, after I hung up with, with Kevin, I immediately did call the real mayor's office. And they're like, we don't have citizen of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but Jimmy doesn't know I did any of that. Right. So I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I go – to the Burbank Police Department. And I said, you guys want to punk Jimmy Kimmel? He's coming to your building tomorrow. 
let's arrest him for for typing your letterhead and trying to falsify a citizen of the month. False official documents. So I talked to the communications guy at the, at the police department. He goes, oh, I love that idea. That's fantastic. <laughs> he takes it to his sergeant. The sergeant said, no fucking way. We got a bulldozed tin horn flash. We don't have time for this nonsense. I'm like, we could have some fun here. You get a little press. You see this stuff happen all the time. You're a nice, affable department. Yeah, it's a it's a window into Jimmy's mind because, (laughs) as I said, once I came to the office earlier to the Man Show office, and I was like, once I told him that uh, I was going to the Grammys with the Dixie Chicks, he was like, "Oh, that's interesting," and then he immediately went to work. Yeah. By the way, it's so profound with him. I've told you guys that when he was torturing uh, Lightning's uh, roommate, (laughs) Dick Cheese, who's now Mm -hmm. Richard Cheese, uh, at roommate at the time, it was all based on us sitting on the patio on Ventura Boulevard at Carney's Hot Dogs just Mm -hmm. after work, and when the car drove by, it was. The other car was honking and honking, mm-hmm. and I, and I just went, "Oh, that's Dick Cheese." I like, I was like, uh, I use his real name, but I was like, "Oh, that's that's Mark. Oh, uh, we know that guy." And Jimmy went, "What we do?" And I <laughs> went, "Yep." And he went, oh, "Okay." <laughs> it's on, and I'm Very like, "I'm cunning. gonna I'm gonna finish my Chicago and dog." And yep. he's like, "I'm not. I got big plans." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, what? Nothing just happened." Oh no, that guy oh. honked at oh, that other guy for happened. a long period. Of time. The point is, is we have information, yes, right. that, and he doesn't have the information. Right. He is in the right. car being honked at. He mm-hmm. does not know that we're at Carney sitting outside and saw it. Mm-hmm. And once I have that information, I can do whatever I want with but it. This guy was going into like a real dark place after a while, and, and Jimmy wouldn't let up, right? Yeah, Mark wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> he's no longer. He was. Oh. He was. Uh, yeah, Jimmy hadn't convinced he was being stalked <laughs> and was going to be killed by motorists who got his information from the DMV and knows so his phone number and knows where he lived. Right. And I, I at the time was doing some like work at Mark's condo. It was like that early on in my radio career where I would be at K Rock mm-hmm. in the mornings, like working for free or for fifty bucks a bit. And then when I was done, Kevin or Bean or Mark or anyone who's around there would go like, "Hey, I got a sticky door in my condo. I'll give you another fifty bucks if you'll come over after work." So I was like freelancing. So. I'd like have to call Mark during this period, and he'd like answer phone. Hello, <laughs> be like Mark. Oh, okay, it's you, it's you. All right, all right. And uh, yeah, he went. What happened with that story is Lightning, the then became producer of Kevin and Bean, was his roommate, and Lightning was being driven so insane by having to live with this person because. Because this person, because Mark would be like, I pulled into the underground parking. I came into the door that uh, leads into our condo unit, and it was unlocked. And he would be like screaming at lightning, trying to kill us both. You know, oh you got to lock that door. And he was going so insane that I think lightning told Jimmy, I got to. I got to drop a dime on you because yeah. I got to live with this yeah, yeah. maniac. He was like, going, no, it's been going no. on for too long. You know, yeah. Oh, he's the king. He well, one time we were in yeah. a we were in Vegas. It was me and Baby Doll. We're at some agency thing and jimmy's in our room and he you know jimmy's favorite thing is to prank call i mean he just loves it right so he gets on the phone and calls our boss this is like it's early it's like seven in the morning and he calls the guy gets him out of his sound sleep and threatens him he calls like you know like he's a black like, george wallace rap, is who yeah, george him. wallace yeah, yeah he, he calls this george yeah, wallace yeah. a comedian he calls our boss and threatens he's gonna come to us when we kill him <laughs> this guy checked out <laughs> Just routinely, you know, terrorizes people. It's crazy. Well, don't forget about the uh, the greeting card from Baby Doll. The oh, leg, the legs the still go for that. That's Christmas card is the best. That is, it just gets better and better every year. That card, those yes. things should be in the Smithsonian. But they're aren't they so from great. like? Aren't they're from like parts unknown post offices? They're not from his post office. No, he he has them specially delivered from Dixon's uh, post office <laughs> in in Long Island. That's how. So that's completely legitimate. Yeah. He literally pays somebody in oh. his family. I'm sure in Long Island who goes to Dixon's local. So it's all like was mailed from that's you great. know his. His, uh, yeah, if it was from Chatsworth, California, right. everyone would be It comes on. with a James Dixon address and zip code. <laughs> it's the attention thing. to detail. That puts That's amazing. It's brilliant. It's yeah, brilliant. The, the citizen of the month would have worked if it Kevin worked. didn't panic, right? If Kevin had said, you know, Mayor Brick's office, hi, I've got this letter. Yeah, sure. We're all set. Come in tomorrow, 9 a.m., blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, it, I did recognize his voice. I don't know if Jimmy's thinking, yeah. you know, maybe thought I'd never call. But he did. He did 
set it up in case I did. Oh. You know, I didn't until like Thursday night. He got through the whole week. And I think they probably said, oh, he's not going to call. He's, he just bought off on it. And it just occurred to me on Thursday. I've never heard from anybody on this. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And my buddy Dave got Citizen of the Year in Santa Monica. But he actually, he actually did something. He did, and uh, he stopped a rape, but yeah. you want to talk Ironically, about... Ironically, not in rape. The, the thing about City of uh, Santa Monica and Dave, as I always say, the, the story is so funny that the guy got paroled two days earlier and was back to raping almost immediately in an alley by like rape. Dave's house at you know one in the morning on a Saturday night. Yeah. And the only reason Dave was in the alley... Because <laughs> right. he ordered a pizza. Right, right. Uh, except for scam. he was such, in fact, a bad citizen <laughs> that he was Ironically. on Domino's no-fly zone. <laughs> right? like, you know what it takes to get on Domino's shit list? Like Domino saying, we will deliver pizzas to anyone on this planet but you. What was it saying? He, they'd show up We've and had, he would, wouldn't pay them? How did he what, get... He would get drunk work? on a Saturday night, oh, like order a pizza, right? and whatever. He'd either pass out or argue with the guy or yeah. grab the... Whatever it enough takes, to get banned. Enough to get banned from Domino's. <laughs> that, but he still would get drunk, and he yeah. still needed his pizza. Sure. So he would order it to an address that was three addresses over, and then just wait out in the alley. Brilliant. When the Domino's guy pulled up, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just, I'll meet you out here." So while he was waiting in the alley, <laughs> this guy cries for rape somebody, Jesus. and he and he stopped that. But the the thing that was comical, I always thought it was comical about that. It was such a such a L.A. thing. The guys who gave the accommodation it wasn't the mayor or city councilman. They got they got the two actors, Kent McCord and the other guy from Adam Twelve, the really? cop TV show, to present them. It's such a Hollywood That's thing, so right? LA. You get two guys who play cops, cops. on TV yep. to deliver the citizen of the year in Santa Monica for his bravery in 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 the commission of a crime. They literally right? steal your thunder at your own event. They bring in bigger right. talent. Yeah, Kent McCord and oh, oh god, god, I can't when think you hear of the it, other. You go nuts because you go, oh, of course. Yes, it was yeah. a great name too. One Adam Twelve. That was the best part of my. What was childhood. the other guy's name? Martin Milner and Kent McCord. Martin those Milner. were the two. Those were the two cops from One Adam Twelve. What were their names in the show? <clears throat> uh, I know emergency was Gage and DeSoto. Gage and DeSoto. That and, was a good. good and carry. I know it was always like one zebra one or something was <laughs> right. the call on the squawk box. Reed and Malloy, those were the names back when you could do those shows. All right, Mike, excuse yourself. Well, it was wonderful seeing you all again. This has been a pleasure. Thank you for that. I will see you soon, I'm sure. That was was enlightening. All right. Uh, Let's see. Let me tell you about – oh, I got a clip from uh, Love Boat. Hmm. It had been a while. I was getting worried. Yeah, this is just a quick 10-second clip that I just shot on my TV set, but it was, um, it was just at the beginning. I was watching an episode last night and, uh, it was just, I love, I love it when the doctor is hits on the passengers as we've, as we've learned in this episode later on, there was a Spaniard and he was hitting on the Spaniard's wife and the Spaniard challenged him to a duel, a sword fighting duel. Sure. And he had to comply. They met out on the Lido deck to to duel. You would think that the doctor would know that's not safe. Yeah, one would one would think he'd tend to his own wounds. Right. I'll uh, you probably have to turn it up, but I'll play this. Mm-hmm. Just the doc. The thing I like about I like when he does it in front of the captain. So he stands in front of the captain. People are boarding the ship, mm-hmm. and he says to the captain, I'd like to talk about your family, but there's some hot punani right. that just passed us, right. and I'm going to go follow yeah, them to their the cabin. I bid you adieu. As the doctor. Right. He, he's not doing it in front of a purser or bartender. He's standing <laughs> yes. in front of a superior officer. Right. The saying, superior officer. The superior officer saying two hotties walked onto this ship. I got to cut this conversation yeah. short. Right. I'm chasing tail. Well, and not to mention he was in front of a lady. That's was that, right. Was that Judy? Julie? Yeah, that was oh I'll the fi- cruise director, right? No, oh. no, no. That's uh, that's that's Captain Steubing's daughter. You got to keep oh. up, Gina. Excuse me. Julie well, that's McCoy is the cruise director. Okay. That's the that's daughter, and she came on like in season four or something. So he's saying he has to go chase some young tail in front of the captain's daughter. 
And the captain. Cotton. Yes, yes. That's how that's how we rolled in the early eighties. But it's hard. I mean, how can he not? You've seen him. He's just such a hunk of man meat. Say, I yes. mean, I get hot just thinking. Of I got to say, later on in the episode, when he was with the Spaniard's wife, he took his shirt off in her cabin, and he Jesus. looked pretty fit. Really? That, I I got to tell you, I was impressed. Okay, you're being bold, honest. It's a bold move. Yeah. Uh, he looked better than the guy who fought Jake Paul ten minutes ago. <laughs> I mean. Let's let's be fair here, okay. Gina. If that's, I, I'm gonna have to look myself. Oh oh, get Mike back in here for ten more seconds. I gotta uh, I gotta say because uh, Jake Paul and the Ben Askren right. uh, reminded me. I got a uh, I got an email that I ignored from Mike because Mike likes to gamble. Oh, on uh, small football programs. Oh, I had a great weekend. I got a, <laughs> I got an email from Mike last week. He's like. Ben Askren's a professional fighter. Yes. He's a professional fighter. And he's fighting Jake Paul. The guy's fought a couple of guys, uh, you know, at Twitter. What's he on, the U-Boob? Yeah, he's on U-Boob. We should I don't be, like these apps. And Does he use ways? And, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting points here on this. Plus 140. Plus 140. That's we got to bet big on this, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Money. Yeah. Did no. you bet on no, it? No, I didn't touch it. No. You, you know why? You said nothing. Yeah. Sal got back and said, I don't know, this Jake Paul kid, I think he may be the real deal. I'm like, how can he be the real deal? If he's a real deal, why was any real 10 right. years ago when it would have But he mattered? got knocked out the first round. He, I didn't see it. Did you see it? Obviously. Yeah. It. It was just, is he just that good or is that guy just that uh, I don't think Ben was serious when he showed up. And it's a little, a little some of each. But the point is, is we ignored your email. Yes. <laughs> And that was a good thing for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it knocked me off of it. I thought maybe there was, you know, at plus 140, you know. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll tell you when you're on to something, Mike. All right. That's well, we, my thing. we blew it on the airbender last time. Mm, yeah. And we're still recovering Asa- from that tragedy. Uh, Israel Sa- Asanya. Ad- Adsanaya. Adsananya or whatever. When's yeah. he fighting again? I don't know. You'll tell me. He's got to win next time. Right? I, I agree. Do. Yeah. He went up in weight class. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. We'll get it back. All right, but you wanted bet. You wanted bet. I still on got bat. Monmouth. Okay, Monmouth. Everybody, this weekend, What's Monmouth's going to be getting points. It's the FCS playoffs. I think they're playing <laughs> Sam Houston State. Go big. He's Go. got the bug. All right. <laughs> All right. I didn't know he had such a monkey on his back. No, oh, yeah, he's. Uh, you know, first off, those car wraps don't pay for themselves. That's right. And obviously, they're what you would call necessity. Sure. There's yeah. food. Right. There's, uh, there's housing. Right. There's wrapping your right. 11-year-old SUV. Right. I mean, it's all a well, necessity. And as you mentioned before, we got to get that roof black. You got to get the roof black. Like, you know, it's 90 degrees out there That's today. Right. When Mike climbs back in his car, he's not in the shade. No. He's got to get some heat in those seats. Yeah. It's got to be at least 127 in there. Man, he's like the onion but you can just keep peeling. I never got to anything as resting. Now, when we have Mike back, we got to get into, get Mike in here one more time oh for God. him. Him just going to his prenatal class and fighting mm-hmm. the guy on the freeway. Let me tell you about my friends at 1-800-Flowers.com. Mother's Day. Yeah. Be the golden child. Child, order mom's bouquet early from 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, 36 sorbet roses are just 36 bucks. Not your average rose either. 1-800-Flowers sent over a bouquet, and they are so beautiful, and they last so long now. Um, You should all be sending them out to moms this year. All roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak, cared for every step of the way, shipped fresh to ensure lasting beauty. And they're picked early, and uh, you should get in early on the date. It ensures the bouquet is going to arrive in time for Mom's special day. 36 roses, 36 bucks. Let's do it before Friday. Right, Dawson? Order today from the official florist of Mother's Day, 1-800-Flowers.com. To order 36 sorbet roses for $36, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon and enter code ADAM. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code ADAM. Hurry, offer expires Friday. All right, quick break. Right back with Mike and again second freeway fight. Right after this, <laughs> I do mix it up on freeways a lot. Corolla Drinks fans, eight one eight Rye Whiskey is available now at CorollaDrinks.com. Eight one eight is a whiskey from Adam's backyard, not the gated communities in the same area code. It's aged three years in New American oak and couples a malty sweetness with a complex rye finish. 
Adam and the team made this whiskey for fans of the show. They made this whiskey for the regulars. Get your bottle of 818 Rye at CorollaDrinks.com. Hurry, we will sell out. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Ace Man, Tom from Chicago. Hey, I'd like to hear your view and or rant on these asswipes who buy these surplus cop cars. Driving around town, insisting on cruising exactly at the speed limit, slowing down traffic and falsely intimidating our other drivers. Really annoying. We should not allow this fake decoy in our traffic system. That's it for today. Thanks, Ace Man. Get it on. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. The worst of the guys on the cop bike. Yes. I was going to say that. Thank you. Is they're really intentional. If, in fact, you buy the cop bike at an auction, you should be able to drive the cop bike, but you can't purchase the right. cop helmet right. with it. You should have to wear a fucking traffic cone on your head because I was driving home from Loveline a million years ago in Culver City. It was – it. The freeways were so open at midnight Mm -hmm. on a weekday that even though I lived in Hollywood, I wouldn't cut across town. I'd just go all the way through downtown, go all the way around and make a big horseshoe because I was going 85 the whole whole way. Hopped on that freeway. The 10 used to be a ghost town at that time. Drew and I would just haul ass all the way home. And one night I get on and it's traffic-y. And I'm like, what's going on? Everyone's going 54 and a half miles an hour. And I'm like, everyone hauls ass. It's yeah. it's the 10 freeway. It's midnight on a weeknight. weeknight. And I'm like, what's all, the, what's all the kerfuffle? And I start weaving my way through the crowd, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. my way up to the front of the pack. And when I get to the pack, it's a line of cars behind one guy riding a police motorcycle with a cop helmet on. Well, it is a police motorcycle. Mm -hmm. He's got the black leather jacket Mm -hmm. on, Mm -hmm. and he's just going 54 miles an hour. He's just leading the parade. And cops write so many goddamn tickets in this town. Everyone's paranoid to go past him. So he's just holding. And I'm like, with with my... with my vigilance, I'm seeing there's little things on the bike that weren't there. The siren's sure. not there, whatever. Sure. And I'm like, I He's pull up slowly, and I realize that this guy's not a real cop, but he fucking He's loved milking it. He loved every it's second of it. It's intentional. There's there's lots of guys like that. They wear the dark chaps. They wear like they got the white helmet. You know, they got the boots. They're trying to pull off the cop thing. Ugh. It's unbelievable. You know, you know what the giveaway is? The dead mm. giveaway. The cop car will not have a registration tag. Obviously, it's a, you know, a vehicle of the state or whatever. Mm. And, and any car that's not a cop car, security, imitation, mm. whatever, will have the little blue exactly. or green or whatever yeah, registration. And you know right. what else it But on the motorcycle, have? you can't tell right. at yeah. night from that Tiny. distance. But you know what else? Speaking of what Brian said, it, if, if it doesn't have a don't abandon your baby or dare to keep kids off drugs <laughs> or stop senior abuse, it's not a real cop car. Right. Good point. <laughs> All right. So, Mike. Uh, uh, fighting on the freeway. Fighting on the freeways. Two. I know. I was talking I no to you idea on the phone. Brought it up. Yeah. So I was going to uh, my child had just been released from uh, the NICU, and or was getting released. And as part of that, you have to take a child pediatric CPR certification. This, my is, wife what, and I. this is what makes the story great. Yes. This part. <laughs> right, right. Can't right. write this part. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have to drive way out to like. The, the valley, and I'm on the 405 North coming off like Burbank again. It's, it's Burbank again. Mm. And you come off, you know, 60, 70 miles an hour onto the, the, the off ramp, and all of a sudden it just starts, it just stops, it just comes to a complete stop. It never does that, right? And what, what, as I'm talking to Adam, I can see that the, there's a guy, he's standing at the mouth of the exit as it comes off the 405 in front of cars, right? And he's just like letting one pass, and he stands in front of the next car. Right. And I'm like five cars behind these cars. And he's just like goofy and, you know, kind of knocking around in front of their cars. Right. So he lets it go. He lets the car go. He finally comes up to me. And so he does the same thing. He kind of does a little dance in front of my car. <laughs> and at some point I said, OK, that's good. That's enough. And I hit my horn. Bop. I just bopped him. Right. None of the other cars had done that. Yeah. Because people are terrified of, of people in this town. And I swear, as soon as I hit the horn, his face went from happy to dark and angry, right? And he had a lanyard in his hand. He had a lanyard. It was a lime green lanyard with keys on it. And he wound it up 
and he plowed it right into the the hood of my that time brand new Infinity, right? And I was talking about with you. Oh, it scuffed that wrap oh, bad. He wow. had the brand new jet black wrap on lot. the hood of the. I, I should have wrapped. I still have the, the. He literally took it all the way down the paint. I mean, oh. he put a like a half an inch like scratch dent in it. It, it really was really intentionally hard. So I, I said, "Hold on, Adam. I'm going to call you right back." So I get out and I chase him around the back of my car. Right, he's now like behind my car, and he as I come up on him. He gets into like a like a stance, you know. Mm-hmm. He kind of like squares up on me, mm-hmm. and so I just literally did, in football terms, I just dropped my pads underneath him, got underneath him, and just picked him up. Low and, pad wins. And I dumped him. Low you know, I just wins. dumped him into the guardrail on the side of the freeway. <laughs> just like he landed, kind of t- sideways. I s- he smashed the entire side of it. You know, he just and he looks up at me, kind of stunned, and he's kind of rolling. I'm like, don't you get up? I will beat them. <laughs> you get up. I'm so angry. And he just kind of rolls back down and I go back to my car and I've got like a ton of cars lined up behind me watching sure. this. It was just a disaster. Well <laughs> – And you – and but let me guess. When you talked to Adam again, you were disheveled. Your heart was racing. You no, crying, really. choking not back really. tears. Oh, okay. This dad's a football coach, <laughs> number one. I really was a, quite a form tackle, I must say. I got him. He wasn't incredibly heavy, but I landed him just right. See, now, I feel like a lot of people think Mike may have done the wrong thing. What? I what think you. I think you provided a service I do. for this citizen. Like – Fuck with the wrong of the year. person, now you're going to get body slammed on their there guardrail. There has to be consequences. You can't go around disfiguring people's cars. I mean, you think <laughs> I'm going to let you get away with it? You know, it's enough. I uh, I bet he doesn't do it again. That's my right? point. Right? That is my point. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mike More bringing, people have to take action is what I'm saying. I, uh, I concur. Um, okay, leave, but don't go too far. <laughs> Stand by. I literally no, have a I meeting. Think. I've been walk. I've walked out twice with the guy. I'm All right, well, we will. We will let you be on your way, Mike. But thank you. Great. Yes, I love. I love Mike's attitude. Yeah, he he got back on the phone with me. He wasn't even out of breath. So good. He he fought a guy on the freeway. Most people would have been a huge adrenaline dump. Yeah. But for, first off, most people wouldn't have called you back. They would have had to go to the prenatal place yes. and like cool off right. and have uh, have an aspirin or right. a shot of rye whiskey or something. But not Mike. Called back immediately. Wasn't out of breath. Was continuing on his way. <laughs> and I just sort of said, "What happened?" Because he hung up. He said, "Like uh, he did a he did one of those. Oh, I gotta go. Like one of those hang ups right. where it's like something happened. Abrupt, hang yeah. up. And uh, so when he called back, not out of breath and not." Not no panting panics. or disheveled or panicked or anything. I just said, well, what what happened? Is oh, I, f- I had to fight a guy by the side of the freeway. <laughs> and I said to him, homeless guy? And he went, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he was. He just fucked with my car yeah. hood. So I had to fight him. Give him a form <laughs> tackle. Reasonable. Yeah. Love Mike. All right. Let's see. We have a couple of phone calls up here. Jared, 44, Anaheim. Hey guys. Hi guy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the ads from Visit California. No, where, I haven't. <laughs> you're going to love these. Right now they're running ads for the tourism board. Mm-hmm. Basically browbeating citizens, please take your vacations within the state. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I want someone can find one cuz they're, yeah, they're got, playing right now. He's got one. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, well why? Isn't that this just more COVID spread? Is on the job. Helping our state's recovery. You see, by keeping their vacation in California, they're supporting our local businesses and communities. Oh, now so they want us to support the local businesses. They go to the beach. On our beaches right. is also bringing nourishment to our state's economy. That's the taste of recovery. Calling all Californians. Keep your vacation here and help our state get back to work. Not and please this. travel responsibly. That's a little Twilight zone Travel nowhere responsibly. Well, yeah, how, where are we going responsibly? Yeah. And we're weird. walking right. to the beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, more people have definitely spent more money in more states from California. <laughs> I've t- I, I cannot tell you how many people have went to Utah for the weekend, went to Phoenix for the weekend, just right. got up and got out and dropped a bunch of cash and then came back. Yeah. And hunkered down. And hunkered down. Well, yes. Last year, February, my wife and I had... Basically, mid-February, we placed 
money down with a hotel like Marriott Vacations for airfare and hotel for a vacation to London mm-hmm. for our anniversary. <laughs> then March happened. Right. So now the state is guilting everybody. Please don't go anywhere else. It's like, sorry, we're still going to London. Mm. Yeah, we're uh, again, we're kind of doing what we did with production companies. Like, stay here. It's like, well, first off, it's hard to unring the bell once you do whatever you do that gets people to think to go somewhere else. And then, you know, we just came back from Nashville and it's so funny. You know, I we took Sonny. And, you know, Sonny was like, Nashville's really nice. And I was like, yeah, what'd you think it was? was, I thought it was going to be like desert western town, you know, (laughs) like his version. It's like a child's version of thinking it's going to be some western country, something. There's not going to be a bunch of high rises and good eateries and all that. It doesn't doesn't feel like. Like a lot of these places are really livable now. Yeah. Like everywhere I go with Sonny, he goes like, "Oh, I could live in Nashville. Like I could live here." So, uh, yeah, that's the new world order, California. You're going to have to make things a little more attractive, so that a the people a the people want to come here. Who, by the way, have checking accounts. Not people swim here, but people who want to come here, and then people stay here. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jared. Yes, Brian. Jared also hit on a funny, uh, a weird phenomenon that that it's very COVID specific, which is he bought this airline package ride in the airline. Obviously, he's going to honor it until whenever, whenever because of COVID. Isn't it funny how for like eight or ten months the airlines were actually acted like human beings because they were in deep shit and because yeah. like, you know, like hey, no change yeah. fees, no right, cancel right. fees, right. no whatever. And now they're back to being the same old assholes they mm-hmm. always were. Like, oh God forbid you you want to cancel a ticket, your money's gone. It's gone. You can't get it back. Yeah, we've already proven that it Fuck. can work. Fuck the airlines yeah. so hard. Oh my God. I went to the Delta first class lounge in Tampa and it was like all the Food was prepackaged. Of course. It's like um, the the bar was a cash bar. It was like eight bucks for a drink. Like they just went, fuck it. Right. We're no, we're done with all the, the first class anything. Hey, Jared. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, you're in Anaheim. Is Disneyland up at 50% oh, now? Or? They're selling tickets. I That's the word. That's the word, yeah. I've had a bunch of friends posting their wait times for the digital queue to buy mm-hmm. the tickets. And then talked about, oh, I got this date and this date. So it's like you're limited to what ticket you can get and what day you can reserve. Yeah, right. it's a two weird separate lines. And it's not, it's not both parks. It'll tell you, like, this day nope. is Disneyland only. This day is California Adventure only. Huh. Yep. All right, Jared, no thanks. Park park. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh, I was going to anger Mike uh, even more about Burbank. Mike, <laughs> get back here. Um, I took a picture of a guy selling flowers on the street, mm-hmm. and it used to just be in front of Forest Lawn yep. Drive. It is now all over the place. And I sent it to uh, Max Pata. Those guys always get sketchy when you take a picture of them. But uh, what are you going to do? What they get do? sketchy. Call a cop. You can... You can blow it up a little. But uh, there's a guy who was bivouacked on the corner selling flowers. And the thing about the corners, it's it's one corner away from, from where the studio is. But ironically, it's the corner with the four-way stop that everyone who works oh, yeah. here has gotten a ticket for rolling through <laughs> the four-way stop sign. But the guy who's illegally selling flowers, who set up a shop on the corner, uh, is not going to get into any trouble in the city of Burbank and they're still going after Tin Horn Flats. So all you need to know is Mike's empty bag rule. Mm-hmm. If you are an empty bag, you can do what you please in California. And if you are a taxpayer, then they shall come down on you with the full weight of the law. But yes. But what What is the over-under on somebody just wanting to go, you know, I do want some flowers for no reason. Well, what what I've been noticing is the flower places would would pop up in places that made sense. So next to the funeral home right. is where they were. And they were there for years. But as I've been noticing, I was driving through, dropped Natalia off at uh, volleyball on Saturday off of San Fernando and the whatever. There's flowers. They're, wow. they're, flowers are going to be the uh, – I think that's going to be the new thing because for – 
20 bucks, 15 bucks, 10 bucks. You can just lean out your car window, no. grab these, and you're on your way to pick up your daughter or right. say hi to your wife or do whatever that thing is. It's 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 an easy okay. impulse buy these sense. days. Am I late to the party or is this most likely – I just thought of this and maybe I'm the last one to think of it. Like flower shops having an excess of flowers at a certain time of day and be like, hey, man, for you know, take these out, get what we can get for them, and we'll give you – Five bucks an hour, like the day old bagels at the bakery. Yeah, uh, uh, there's this, this probably overflow from like a flower shop or something, right? I think, as I know it, that if this is what you're going to do, if you're going to make cash selling flowers, you go down to the flower mart in like downtown LA at like five in the morning, buy your shit wholesale there, and then take it to mm-hmm. Forest Lawn Drive because the people, couple things. I, I I don't – well, if you – so the closest place to Forest Lawn Drive is like Toluca Lake Florist, and that shit is expensive okay. over there. So I don't know how they could sell the stuff for 10 or 15 bucks and then like turn a profit. I thought and it was cutting your losses. At they're the there, the in the, but they're there in the morning Is this too. the same oh, vibe as the van that drops off the hot dog people? Yeah, it could be. I, it's an interesting – everything turns into a, a scam. It was funny. It did start out here in Los Angeles. I used to complain about it all the time. The ice cream trucks. Mm-hmm. The ice cream trucks got sort of usurped and bought mm-hmm. up by the illegals, and they were just selling ice cream out of their out of their converted van. Then it gave way to flowers, and, and then, it, then it gave way to the hot dogs and the food, and there's tons of food on the street now. It is a crazy – it is crazy that in Los Angeles, the most regulated place in the world and the most regulated for food, like you want to open right. a restaurant, they have 10 million rules, that there's food being sold on right. every corner yeah. and the law, neither here nor there no when, problem. It, when it comes uh, in the eyes of the law. You know what I just realized when you talked about if, if you're here illegally – wouldn't you think the last thing you'd want to do is hang on the street corner? A, well, no, but that too. But like, buy a not roadworthy van uh, that is an ice store that everyone sees that plays, plays music, music through the sound system, beckoning people to come check out. Whoa, what's going on in here? Well, I think you know. Here's the way humans work. You go, wow, that seems like a lot of exposure for someone right. who may not be here legally. But once the word gets out that they don't do anything, yeah. it's also kind of a lot of exposure stand, just standing at an intersection yeah. with a bucket of flowers and cash in your pocket like any cop could roll up That's at true. any time and do anything. Once the, Or having a cart with cut up pineapples right. and papayas and stuff. But once enough cop cars pass you... Or stop and buy yeah. some pi- yeah. pineapple, <laughs> which is probably <laughs> the case. And uh, I think the word gets out. That's that's how it works. But the word has gotten out with the homeless, too. Right. Like if you bivouac in a park and the cops roll up right. on you, uh, then you don't. But if you do it and the cops never roll up and then the next guy does it and the cops never roll up, which re- reminds me of something I wanted to bring up to you guys. I don't know what happened to uh, Sam on line two from Bakersfield, but I don't think he's on my phone thing. But I thought, here's what I thought. We were talking about the homeless thing yesterday with Dr. Drew. I was, I was thinking about this. I've expressed it a little bit, but I, I really do mean it, which is, uh, I got to check. I made a note on it. Ah, here it is. Okay. Homelessness is kind of the visual representation of how a city is being run. Like we can't really see, like we all know that we screwed the pooch for like $31 billion for the unemployment check fraud and all that kind of stuff. But it's, you don't pass that when you're driving to work. You know what I mean? And we all know like LA schools are fucking horrible and the test scores are through the basement, but you don't see it when you're driving on the freeway. Right. And so we all know the city's not being run very well and there's a lot of debt and crime and test scores and taxes and, you know, expensive gas and all the stuff you don't want. It's intangible. But it's not really a visual thing, you know? So what I'm saying is, is 
I'm going to draw a direct correlation between the homeless and the city not being well run. That is literally the skin. It's yeah. like you're seeing someone right. with really bad skin and you go, they don't look like they take care of themselves. Or you're seeing someone with a really trashed car. You go, well, I don't have to go back to their house right. and check out their house. I'm getting a representation. And so I'm kind of wondering if there's a straight line correlation between cities with the most homeless and cities that are being run the worst globally. That's interesting. And I think it I think it is. I think it's just a representation of how the city's being run. That's a I, I don't know that you can go we run a super tight ship yeah. with this city, but but and we have all this homeless. You know what's Shit. a weird thing in my neighborhood specifically is that it's a real tale of haves and have-nots with the homeless. And so the homeless situation is getting worse. We've been in our house for 10 years, and we can just see, you know, there's more or spreading to other, other blocks or whatever. And it's just very obvious, like you said. However, you remember the Westside Pavilion Mall at Olympic – or yeah. Overland and Pico? It's yeah. a big old mall. Mm-hmm. It bought, bought by Google. And mm-hmm. Google is turning a mall into a new, like, headquarter offices, like, down here. So you have this like, crazy – modern construction and just a couple blocks away you have this like literally growing festering homeless problem i think california has more impoverished people i think statistically now than mississippi like i think we are by that we will this so this is going to be this crazy little so here's an interesting thought uh, California's always been like, they lead the way. So whatever the styles sure are, the music or the architecture, yeah. whatever, innovation, yeah. tech, you know, we, we lead the way. So, so continuing with that theme of leading the way, we're going to have the most poverty and the most billionaires. Right. California will be. And yeah. I wonder if we're just heading that way nationally. It seems like we're heading into the most poor people and the most rich yeah. people. And California is the trendsetter, yeah. but the rest of the nation shall follow. Well, I did Google, um, you know, most. Uh, yes, I Googled the mo- uh, homeless cities around the world. And this website here gives the top five cities in the world with homelessness. So number I'll give five to one. Number five, Moscow, Russia. Number four, Los Angeles, California. Oh, we got to work on that. People. Number three, mm-hmm. Mumbai, India. I was say Mumbai. Number two, New York, New York, and number one, Manila, Philippines. Right. So that's our company we're in. And it's funny that the coast, New York and L.A., used to be the jewels and oh, the crown right. of the United the States. Everything else was just a flyover state. All right, uh, Max Pattis, Somebody tweeted me. It said uh, view from a elevator of a of a financial planner or something advisor, some Goldman Sachs maybe. I can't remember, yeah, but but it was just Venice Beach and the boardwalk. I, I gotta say, I am a little naive in oh, that yeah. I do not get down to Venice Beach mm-hmm. or the boardwalk or whatever. And it was just Never ending a sea of tents and people fist fighting it's, out on the strand. It's Thunderdome. It's, it's very dangerous. That tourists still go there. Yeah. And a lot of them don't. A lot of the buses don't go there anymore, but I don't spend time anymore over there because of this. Yeah. It's just, it's just people squaring off and homeless guys <laughs> fighting in the streets and just tent after tent after tent. Well, and we know it's not always been like this because when I used to come visit my dad here, it was so much fun as like a teenager to go walk the boardwalk with all the people selling cool stuff and little beads and art. And now where are those people? Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. The the the, the craziest guy uh, at Venice was turban guitar roller yes. skating yes. guy. Love that. Him. That was his. That was as dangerous and crazy yep. as we got. A guy with some in roller blades, a guitar, and a turban. And that highlighted guy highlighted in many movies. Highlighted, <laughs> yeah, second only to Angeline, right? In uh, in the in the movie sphere. All right, so this is just people fighting in the street. It's it's not so much the people fighting in the streets. All the tents that are around it. All right. Probably need to do something There's, about this. There, uh, it made me think of when I lived in Manhattan Beach. There were there was one and a half homeless people. Um, one was clearly there was something wrong with him, and he's talking to himself, and he's dirty. And you know what? 
everybody took care of him. If he wandered into the Mexican restaurant, he sat down because there was one guy I, I heard the urban legend is he grew up in Manhattan Beach. He was like a football star. And then he fell on hard times. and He had some mental illness. Was it Todd Mernovich? But but everybody took care of this guy. And then there was one guy who's also a roller skater in Manhattan Beach who looks a little disheveled, but will kind of roll past you and then (laughs) turn around and skate backwards and go, California. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also miss python around the neck guy oh that yeah. used to also be the gold right. I, I don't think those guys could cut it on venice no. anymore all right but remember most of these people are sober uh, and most choosing. of these people are children choosing to fight in the streets and live their own filth all right let me tell you about stamps.com trips to the post office well probably not how you want to spend your time stamps.com you can mail and ship anytime anywhere right from your computer I've used these guys for over 11 years. We send out merch, books, paperwork, and everything we need right from here using stamps.com. Whether you're a small business sending invoices, an online seller shipping products, or a giant warehouse shipping thousands of packages, stamps.com lets you buy and print official U.S. postage, put on any letter, any package, 24-7, do it at home, up to 40% off of post office rates and up to 62% off of UPS shipping rates as well. Special offer, four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Adam. That is stamps.com. Enter Adam. I wonder if Mike's wife saying she won't drive with him in his car is less about the graphics on the car and more about the 61% chance he's going to physically fight with another motorist before they get to the restaurant. That's a very good point. I think think that (laughs) I think that is probably a bigger issue for the uh, ladies. I should uh, also tell people we have our uh, 818 rye whiskey, which uh, is goddamn delectable. I have been drinking uh, this stuff. It is great, really great, and it's available now. CorollaDrinks.com for thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, it's wow. uh, malt, chocolate kind of sweetness, and it fades in a complex rye finish, and it is good. Great. I drink rye. I drink all different types of rye, and this is amongst the best, especially at the price point. So um, it's for fans of the show, and it's for the regulars, and. Uh, we um, let's see. Hmm, let's Gina, see. open that up. Don't be stingy. Come well, I'd on. like to. Can Come I? On, yeah, have a little. I, have a little taste. I was I'll just have reading the back. Too. Whoever wrote the back is the, yes. These are our people. It's not supposed to be ritzy and glitzy. This is for the rest of us who actually live here. It's really good. Yeah, really great. Come on. It's buddy. Yeah, it's great. It's not. It's not good. It's great. So uh, you can go to CorollaDrinks.com and it's available. And then it won't be available because of the thank you the name. But uh, yeah, let's have Caleb a little. With the glass have a little taste here because it is. Mm. It's it's if you're a rye drinker, thank you, my Top dear. Then uh, you're going to enjoy it. Thank you very much, Gina. Mm. I like rye because it's got a little more going on. It's a it's a little uh, spicy Ooh. or something, but it uh, it's solid as Sears. <clears throat> that is yummy. Yeah, it is. Yummy. That is really good. Let's see what we got here. Prost. For under forty bucks, I don't think you're going to do much better. So uh, go to Corolla Drinks and uh, enjoy. All right, dare let's I say see. it's great. <laughs> George Gallo's coming back on. He's got another movie out. George has done, uh, he's written Wise Guys, Midnight Run, Bad Boys, Whole Ten Yards, all movies we've talked about with him as well. And we'll talk to George right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you've got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. 
Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with a great offer from Comcast Business. And for a limited time, ask how to get a $650 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle when you buy online. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com to learn more. Prepaid card offer ends 9-21-21. Call or go online for details.